Hello, we are HUD Movies. Uh, this is, I have no idea what n number show this is because last week was a special show. But it's at least more than three. It's at least more than three. I think you're right there. So, I am obviously Jake. You should know who I am by now. Joining me is the returning Kezia. Woohoo! Woo you were away last week. I was, sadly. And we didn't miss you. <laughs> well, I didn't miss you either. No, it's fine. We don't even know why we still do this show. Contractual obligations. <laughs> um, we're going to be discussing films. This is a bit more of a normal show than it was last week, although we did enjoy the archery in films. Oh, that was great fun to listen to. It was great fun to record. There's bits that we had to edit out that are still great fun, where we, had, where we were fighting in the archery group chat. <laughs> but this week, our film showing is... The Hunger Games, the first one, we're showing that in collaboration with the Bookland Society. That is down in OA313 at 2.30 this Wednesday, whatever it is, the 17th of November. I know what date we're on, I promise. I really don't. I don't. I've no idea where I am right now. It's fine. I, I never know what day it is ever. I just sort of show up to you. The, the, best. the worst thing is, is that the Radio HUD, like, interface thing where you build the playlist says Monday 15th November in the top corner and I didn't even see that until after I'd said what the date was. Genius. Genius. Oh. Graduating this year as well. It's all going to plan, yes, I'm graduating this year, which is... Frightening thought. A frightening thought. We have got approval to do our 24-hour Lord of the Rings movie marathon. Oh, that is yeah. at the end of this month. The charity is going to be announced in a couple of days, but it's £5 a ticket. All proceeds go to charity. And come along, bring... A sleeping bag because you will be staying overnight. Yeah. Remember, it's 24 hours. Yes, That's back to back. Time. So, bring, if you're planning on staying for the whole thing, bring anything that you might need. Yes. What else is there? I don't think there's it. No, I think I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a Christmas movie marathon as well for Christmas, shockingly. Um, what? No. I know. We were going to do a Christmas movie marathon in August, but we thought that's a bit late. <laughs> so. Um, or early. Or, on how or, you look at it. or early. No, it's never too early for Christmas songs and Christmas. <laughs> But that, the details of the films that we are showing for that will also be announced soon. Uh, definitely Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm adamant we're playing Muppets Christmas Carol. That's fair. I mean, as we should, to be honest. Yeah. It is the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol that there's ever been. And also I want to show Die Hard, but I'm, I'm being overruled by the rest of the committee. It's not really a Christmas film, though. Uh, yeah, I can just mute your microphone. It's fine. I'm pretty sure that my microphone is incredibly quiet just from looking at all the wiggles in front of me. Yeah, I... Yes, I think your microphone is quite quiet as well. Yeah. But anyway, I hope you don't have to we come... We will see. If you, if you can hear us and you're listening and you have us on social media, let us know if you can actually hear me or not. I think what I've just figured out is you're actually on microphone four... Not this micro says microphone three. Well, when you're talking, the, the, the light next to four is flashing. Hmm. Start talking properly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's coming up normally now. So, um, strange technical issue well, fixed. Well, fixed, because I've got the headphones on, I can now hear you. 
That's always good. It's well, not necessarily. Preferred it when I couldn't. But we've we've sorted it out. If you can't, if you've not been able to hear anything that we've just been saying, we apologise. And why are these microphones incorrectly labelled? Not my fault. It's not my fault. Someone it's not else's. our fault. Someone else's fault. We'll, 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 it says tech issues message Fletcher on the uh, board. So Fletcher, what do you like? <laughs> First section, as always, the movies we've recently watched. Kezia, what film have you recently watched? At long, long last, I finally watched Moana. It's about time. And it was great fun. I think if there are any other stragglers like me who haven't seen it yet, I do recommend it, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Disney for the most part. It, it was a good time, and it was really refreshing, I think. Um, I watched it with my little sister, who is three years old, and she is obsessed. So I watched it with her as a little bit of a bonding thing. And it was so fun. Um, because she's only three, she doesn't understand the concept of spoilers. So while we were watching it, she was telling me all of these things that were about to happen. But also, because she is three, half of her spoilers weren't real, because I don't think she fully understood all the different plot points. So, like, she was giving me all of these really strange spoilers throughout, like, Maui isn't really Maui, and I was like, oh my god, this is insane, I can't believe it, I'm so excited to see how this plays out, and then it never happened. Um, but it was such a beautiful film... The songs were pretty catchy, and the animation was really nice. And, yeah, it, it was just a great family film that I think if you're looking for something to watch that everyone can enjoy, because obviously for the kids, there's all the pretty colours and everything, but then for the grown-ups, we sat there listening to it going, that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson singing that. What? Where did this come from? And, great. And there's still the pretty colours. And there is also still the pretty colours. It's true. But yeah, highly recommend it if you haven't watched it already. Highly recommend why I still haven't seen Moana. <laughs> Don't let my little sister hear you say that. Because you will have to watch it three times in a row. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> what film have you recently seen, Jake? I, on Saturday, I think it was, watched Eternals. The new Marvel superhero film that was initially called The Eternals and then they dropped the the and just called it Eternals. What's the point in that? I have no idea. Uh, it's a very good film. It's very well made. It's directed by Chloe Zhao. I think that's how you pronounce her surname. Who won the Best Director Oscar for Nomadland this year. Uh, so she's an incredible filmmaker. Mm. And you can really see that sort of Marvel let her have a lot of free reign. Um, with the plot and how she shot it and everything, because it just doesn't feel like any of the other MCU films. Yeah. There's still the basic three-act premise of all the Marvel Oh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's that's almost impossible to avoid. It is Marvel. almost impossible to avoid, but there's no, like, huge fight with disposable CGI army at the end, mm. you know, for such a sprawling, epic film. No fights that take place in abandoned car parks or... No. Incredible. No. For such a big, sprawling film, it's it's a very personal and, and almost low-key ending. I mean, it's not. Yeah. But, like, it is at the same time. 
Like, it's this, this close-knit bunch of people. Richard Madden's in it. Um, so that's why you like it, then? That's why I like it. Richard Madden's in it. Easy to please. Easy to please. Richard Madden or Paddington, either one. Yes. And you've got Jake on board. Exactly. And if the rumours that he's the next Bond is true, and also they keep Ben Whishaw as Q... They're both in the same film. <laughs> I will have Bond. I will have Richard Madden and Paddington in the same film. What more do I? Oh. It's what I deserve. Do you? Yes, I. Be, I deserve it because I said so. Fair enough. But the, yeah, the film is very well made. There's, it's. It, it was review bombed by critics, and there's no good reason why. Mm. Like you know, you see some other films that are review bombed by critics. And yeah. you can sort of see, okay, fair enough. Like, for instance, some of Zack Snyder's DC films yeah, that are a bit review-bombed, and you're just like, okay, yeah, fair enough. These, these aren't as bad as the critics are making them out to be, but they're not, all, they're not as incredible as some of his fans are making them out to be. Yeah. You fall somewhere in the middle with the Snyder films. But, but Eternals, I really don't see where all the hate is coming from. Well, I do, but I don't... But, you know, it's got because it's, it's got a gay couple in it. That'd do it. You know, it, I mean, it is Disney's 127th first openly gay character. But, <laughs> How dare us gays live. But, you know, Chloe Zhao was adamant that she wasn't letting the scene be cut where, you know, the, the, the characters kissed on screen. Yeah. So, obviously, that means it's not been released in quite a few countries overseas yeah. however she was adamant that she wasn't cutting it from the film uh and fair play to her yeah because obviously she could have gone yeah cut it and then they would have made more money but she she stuck yeah. to her guns it's good to have people really putting their foot down now and yeah. saying like no no exactly and you know none of the female characters are hypersexualized mm. you know so none that's of, a first that's on its a, own that is a first on its own none of the character none of the female characters exist for the male gaze mm. you know um, I mean, they're all still incredibly hot. The whole cast, you know. I mean, you know, it, it's a Marvel film. It that's is a Marvel kind of film. The point. You know, I mean, Angelina Jolie. What mm. more do I need to say about that? <laughs> I think if you are attracted to women, you have definitely had a crush on Angelina Jolie at some point in your life. And if you haven't, I will call you a liar to your face. <laughs> she's she's incredible. Um, the really sweet thing is, uh, as well, the guy who plays Fastos, Brian Tyree Henry, he, he's been mm. in other stuff. I can't remember what he's been in, but you might recognise yeah, him. Yeah, the name's ringing a bell. Did you watch Godzilla vs. Kong? No, I did not. <laughs> okay, I can't remember what else he's been in, but he's been in quite a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Um, but basically, when he got the part, he went to Chloe Zhao and he said, how much weight do I need to lose? And she told him none. Yes. She didn't make him lose any weight for the role. You because, know. like, that, that's one thing that everyone always talks about, how it's so amazing that actors can put on or lose all this weight, but it's not an amazing thing. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And it's incredibly harmful. I mean, obviously, coming at it from an actor's perspective, there are so few sort of safeguarding things yeah. around when you're an actor Yeah. for things like the weight gain and the weight loss, and it can seriously, seriously mess you up. Yeah. And also the thing, with, with sort of an ensemble cast, you can sometimes point to a weak link in the cast, but there really yeah. isn't a weak link. I'm feeling like I haven't talked enough about Moana now. It's I just kind of said it was good. <laughs> you just kind of said it was good. It's Well, it is good, you know. Yeah. People have seen Moana, I think. Yeah, and if I they mean, have, one if... thing that I did think was um, really great, though, is because 
Anyone who knows me knows that I don't really like Disney's current animation style. No, we um, don't. But this really changed it for me. Like, if we remember Frozen and, you know, the, the, the whole ice thing, it looked like plastic. It was dreadful. It was awful. Um, because I think they were trying too hard with it. But I think now they understand what the, their capabilities are with yeah. this style of animation. And they're playing with it now. Yeah. Like, Maui's tattoos always doing all these fun things. It felt more like a Disney film than anything like Frozen ever had for me. Yeah. Because it had that playing with the animation style and that sort of having a bit of fun with it. And it was brilliant. It, it was good. You're Even if Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote all the songs. <laughs> we don't like Lin-Manuel Miranda. No. No, we don't. I mean, we don't hate him. We just don't like but, him. But, but lad. Yeah. My but, guy. <laughs> but to go back to Eternals and, and Richard Madden. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Can't get his mind off Richard Madden for no. one second. No. I mean, can you blame me? <laughs> no. Exactly. But, you know, there's no weak link in the cast... It has it has some incredible names. It's got Salma Hayek in it, mm. who I adore Salma Hayek. You know, and all sorts of different character types. There's no sort of... They're all... So there's like five that are the stronger fighters and five that are more of the thinkers, but yeah. there's no sort of... The thinkers are weaker than the fighters. You know, it's the whole... I need to watch it again. So it sort of doesn't feed into the archetypes that we're more used no. to seeing then? No, not at all. I mean... Yeah, one of the fighters dies, I'm not going to say who, mm. one of the thinkers dies, but there's sort of the whole, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter. Kit yeah. Harrington's in it as well, Jon Snow, my boy, <laughs> can't escape the fact that he's going to be dressed in black and fighting with a sword, that's a bit of a spoiler alert if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know who the character of Dane Whitman is in the comics, spoiler alert, Black Knight. He literally dresses in black and fights with the sword. Incredible. And he's been doing that for, what, eight years on Game of Thrones? Yeah. And now he's he must be... be getting a bit tired of it now. I mean, he doesn't have to do a dodgy northern accent. That and is just true. And his lines aren't just, I love you, McQueen, <laughs> for the whole thing. So it must be a nice, refreshing break. Yeah. Um, he's quite funny in the film. Mm. I mean, he's quite funny in real life, but he, he does have a good feel. Like, there's a bit where... These characters are all because hop- the character of Jon Snow is a bit emotionally stunted. He is. So I, I mean, w- everyone in Game of Thrones is. There's there's only like three actual funny characters. Yeah. And the rest, you're just kind of like, please yeah. get a personality, lads. Yeah. And even any though day now. even those funny characters end up losing their funniness by the end of the yeah. show anyway, if they I survived. Mean, ev- everything lost everything by the end of that show. It did. It did. I don't think I've met a single person who enjoyed the ending of Game of Thrones. No, me neither. But there's a scene where like a few of the Eternals are like. It's it's only like a minor thing. They're hopping a fence so that they can go and fight one of the mm. deviants, one of the bad guys. And then Kit Harrington is, is Dane goes to do it, and then he goes, "Nope, I'm going to go up the stairs instead." <laughs> Me. <laughs> like yeah, it's just like you, f- you feel yourself represented. Yeah. In that film, it is a fantastic film. Please go and watch it. I you know I've I've I have often said that the MCU is getting stale. It, it did. It had got stale before mm. this, but now you've had things like Shang Chi, now Eternals. We're sort of going back to the stale formula with Spider Man, No Way Home, or whatever they're calling it. But you know, we're getting more diversity. We're getting more. So, do you think it's worth me giving up my no more money to Disney and actually going and watching this? Yes. Or is it something I need to wait for? Um, I would recommend you go watch it. Okay. I mean, I'll watch it again. I'll come with you. 
We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Make Kezia review it ne- maybe next week. <laughs> I'll probably just say the same things you did. Same things I did, yeah. But no, it is, it is a great film. And it's it's really beautifully shot as well. Yeah. Like she used a lot of, I think it's called Magic Hour. Is it the time of day, like the hour between... Golden Hour. Golden Hour. Magic Hour. <laughs> Golden Hour. I was getting so confused. Like Magic Hour. Mag- magic Hour. There's probably a thing called Magic Hour at some point. I mean, Midnight is the Witching Hour. That's probably what I'm getting confused with. <laughs> but she filmed a lot of the scenes at Golden Hour. Ooh. So... Yeah. That does sound good. It, there is. And there was there was not much CGI used. Obviously there was, but you know, yeah. there was no sort of... Wasn't overly screens. reliant on it. No. Yeah. The CGI that was there was, was very impressive and some of the best. Yeah, because that's one thing that was making me fall out of love with Marvel films, that it was all just green screen, yeah. everything, all the time. But no, they've moved... They, they, all, all they have with this one moved away from... I mean, the, uh, presumably there was still a fair amount of Oh, yeah, screen. you know, there's, there's always going to be some. You know, and I suppose the benefit of that is is that it's so good I couldn't tell. Like, mm. you, like there's the many memed scene in Black Widow where... What's-her-face? Florence Pugh is. What's-her-face? No, Florence Pugh one is, yeah. like, stabbing the helicopter rotor blade mm. and she falls backwards and it's painfully, obviously, green screen. Yeah. Like, it is so... Ob- it looks like they only finished making it the day before the film was released. They probably did only finish making it the day before it was I released. I know, even though they had, like, a, a 18 months to perfect the CGI because of the delays. Mm. But then in this, the CGI that they do use is is to enhance... The, it's not to create new stuff, it's to enhance what's already there. Yeah. But yeah, please go watch Eternals. Yeah. Next up is... Actually, we've just had a message from somebody saying that they are happy that the that they enjoyed the ending of Game of Thrones, not because they ever watched it, but because people now stop telling them to watch Game of Thrones, which they enjoy. It's fair enough. It is fair enough. Game of Thrones did just completely drop yeah, off the radar. It really did. Way to ruin like six years of. I know all the work that went into that just down the out, toilet, out the window, down the toilet, down the outhouse. Next up, as always, I say as always. I think we changed the order. Yeah, about we a bit. we change the order every time. I every don't know why you keep saying as always. But next up is unpopular opinions. Kezia, what's your unpopular opinion this week? My unpopular opinion is that. The Disney film Aladdin didn't need a live action right now. Not necessarily ever, but just not not at the minute. I think it's not controversial to say that the Aladdin film was kind of garbage. Which is a shame because, yeah, I love Aladdin. It's great fun. But for all the various reasons that it was bad, like... The director, Guy Ritchie, does action comedies. He doesn't do musicals. So why did they have him directing a musical? Yeah, that... It shows that this was directed by someone who doesn't know how to do musicals. And there was this whole thing in the lead-up where they were saying that Jasmine was unfeminist. When out of all the classic Disney princesses, I'd say she was probably the most feminist. Yeah. With her whole, I'm not a prize to be won speech. Which kind of rode me the wrong way from the start. Will Smith trying too hard to be Robin Williams. It was just... It just wasn't great. No. Um, But also, we all know that the original, despite, you know, being such a beautiful film with all these amazing scenes and songs in it, it's, it's racist. And 
they worked very hard to overcome all those racist themes, which I do commend them for. But it needed more time on it because they put so much focus into making it less racist that they completely forgot to make it an actually enjoyable film, which I feel like is bad enough for any film, but for a Disney film especially, a remake of such a classic that so many people have fond memories of, you needed to do it right. Um, especially because so much of the original films, like, the reason the original one is so memorable is because of, so, well, first of all, Robin Williams's amazing performance. Pretty much everything he did was improv. But also those really big, beautiful animated scenes that can never be translated into a live action. So they needed to actually take their time with it. I'm talking like this is a project that probably needed a couple years on it to completely overhaul it. Still keep the story and the characters and the heart of it, but to actually turn it into something new instead of this weird, bland rom-com slash terribly shot musical that we ended up getting. I, I, I think it just needed way, way more time on it. I think that was a big project that they shouldn't have taken on now. I think they should have focused on the smaller things and had that as more of a long-term project. What's yours? Yeah, my unpopular opinion kind of ties in with that, with that the only good live-action Disney remake that they've done was the 2015 Cinderella. Uh, I th agree. That Kenneth Branagh directed and that stars Richard Madden. That's not the reason I think it's the best. It just of simply course. is. No, but it's just simply Yeah, is. no, no, I do you agree. Know, the rest of the live-action remakes, like Aladdin... And I think, I think the reason for that was they didn't try and take it straight from the original cartoon. No, they, like, they, there was, there was, there were, it was influenced by the cartoon. It was influenced by the original story. But then they added originality to it as well, which yeah. I think all of the other remakes have completely forgotten. Yeah, and I think Kenneth Branagh is... A very good director. Mm. You know, he's he's done some very good films. He's not he's not one of those that's like a a, a Scorsese or a you know like a Tarantino yeah. that's incredible and an auteur. He, you know, I hate that word, yeah. but, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he does I everything. But he's he is a very competent and very good director. Yeah, he's very good at getting good performances out of his stars. Definitely, and I think that comes from being an actor before he moved into. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Directing, you look at some other, see it from both sides, see it from and both then sides, you know exactly how to do how it. to do things. You know, and he had some fantastic performances from Richard Madden, <laughs> from <laughs> Lily James. Oh, she was amazing. She was amazing. She is literally how you picture Cinderella if you yeah. read the original story. A hundred percent. Kate Blanchett is the wicked stepmother. She was so amazing. How, you know, she just fully embodied that. And she I really loved how did. they added a bit more dimension to her character. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked for them to explore it a bit more. Yes. I feel like when they brought up her motivations, it did feel a little squished in. It but did. aside from that. Her character had so many more layers than how you expect it to. Yeah, like exactly. in most retellings of Cinderella, she's just evil for the sake of being evil, and that's kind of it. And there's no more to it. 
but I, I really loved the spin that they did on it. And I loved the costumes. The costumes were incredible. I know a lot of people have had sort of issues with it that it's not like a historical costume, but... This was it's never not a historical claim- no, story. Exactly, it's a fantasy. It's fantasy. They yeah. were never claiming that it took place in a certain period of history. No, it's just and one I of those. And I loved that because it yeah. meant that the costume department could really play. Yeah. And like when when I think about that film, I always think about the amazing costumes. Yeah. Because they were so bright and beautiful. They really were. They were. They were. They were. Sorry, in- I'm interrupting no, you. No, no, <laughs> but no, but no, but it's fine because they really were. The costumes were incredible. You know. We all know the the blue dress that Cinderella yeah. wore. Um, some of the outfits that that the, that the wicked stepmother wears are incredible. Kate Blanchett and the, yeah. that fantastic wide brimmed hat. Yes, that, I know that was incredible. But also, yeah. like the the outfits that the that the male characters wear is not just boring. Yeah, exactly. Like they're. There was something, like, they had substance. They did have substance. Because so often when it comes to male characters, it's just sort of like the same thing, copy and pasted. Yeah, maybe a slightly different colour. Yeah, but it wasn't. And also, like, you can tell that they did take inspiration from, like, various points in history. Because we like to think that, you know, those sort of, like, coats and waistcoats and things that they were wearing way back in the day were all sort of bland, one colour and whatever. But they weren't. No. They, they had all these beautiful embellishments on them. Absolutely. And just all... Yeah. I can't really find a thing to criticise it for, honestly. Not off the top of my head. More Richard Madden. That is fair, yeah. More Richard Madden. (laughs) Should just do a whole show. Well, I say we should do a whole show. This whole show is just descending into us just... Loving He's a very, very pretty man. He's a very, very pretty and man. I'm sure and I'm sure we've, we've all heard about... Um, I'm having to be careful with how I discuss this because we're on the radio. But, but how um, Disney had to CGI how, yes. a certain part of his anatomy yeah. out of <laughs> the film, out of Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> and that's also why his costume in Eternals has a flap. <laughs> Um, because Does it actually it has yes in the in the original <laughs> comics um his character Ooh. does not have that and that has to, that has to be the reason that they've done that like there's oh, no yeah. there's seemingly no there, there, there's i mean it, because, it, it like, fits the vibe of the costume that he wears in eternals yeah cuz in so many of those interviews he was saying about how he was told it, it was too big for a disney film <laughs> I find it so, so funny. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, the lengths that they went to. Because yeah. it wasn't even just CGI. They, they did a whole load of things with the costume and everything. <laughs> he was so uncomfortable the entire time. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor Richard Madden. Poor Richard Madden. But, yeah, it's a shame that no other modern retellings of Cinderella have achieved that level of, yeah. of you know, we've, we've, we know about the girl boss Cinderella that oh, Amazon did. Oh, no. I still need With to James watch that Corden. at some point so I can scream about With it With James here. Corden in it. Oh, I, every single clip that I see of this new Cinderella, I genuinely want to vomit. Every single clip I've seen of it has been against my will. Same. I've never willingly gone and gone, ooh, let's have a look at a clip from the new Cinderella film. Not, I did watch one video that was just a, what is going on with this film? <laughs> um, but that is the only thing that I actually sought out, and most of it was showing me clips I'd already seen from other things. Yeah. But, oh, God. I, I do need to watch it at some point just to have a scream. But I don't. I can't bring myself to do it. I don't want to. 
words now. I need to readjust my microphone. It's fallen down, so I'm sorry. I'm just going to. I will just mute Kez's microphone yeah. whilst they readjust it. It made no noise whatsoever. This is incredible. I'm just going to keep them on mute now. No, no I'm not. Free I'm not that. me. No. I want to break, break free. free. <laughs> no one came here to listen to us sing no, badly. No. It's just Freddie Mercury's in a cake shop. He works in a, sh- he works in a cake shop. Somebody comes in and says, can you make me some cakes? You, you can make as many of them as you want. And Freddie Mercury goes, I want to bake three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love Freddie Mercury jokes. Like, um, have you seen the one? It's it's like a picture, but I, it's not exactly a meme. Um, where it's Freddie Mercury in like a bed shop, um, and it's like nothing really mattress. Yes, I love, I love it. that one. I love it so much. Uh. Or just the just the bit from Bohemian Rhapsody where it's just mama, and then it just does the ooh ooh face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, 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 I love Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury memes. We love you, Freddie. We love you, Freddie. We know you're look, look, looking down. He's probably looking up at us. He wouldn't want to be in heaven, would he? Well, you, you know, some people would say God has certain views. <laughs> He, yeah, Fox but News. If he's in hell, so will we. Yes. And we'll all have a lovely party. We will. Have fun in heaven where nothing happens. Exactly. To quote what Azira Fail from Good Omens, you just have to listen to celestial harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like great fun. Our next section, again, not all, not as always, and nearly said <laughs> as always again. Uh, is what would we like to be turned into a movie? Kez, what would you like to be turned into a movie? Now, this one will surprise no one who's spoken to me in the last few days because it's basically the only thing I've been talking about. But Dragon Age Inquisition. Now... I know that the whole premise of the game is that the player makes choices that change the story. So obviously, you wouldn't be able to capture that and you'd have to pick just sort of one through line. No, they make Unless four make, different films <laughs> at the same like time. 50 different films and release them all. You don't know which one you're going to see. It's a lucky dip. I mean, it would be a good gimmick to get people to buy loads of tickets, but also it would require a lot more work and no one would do it except maybe me. But it's just... It's such a fun story. I've not finished it yet. I'm so close to finishing it. I'm like three missions away. But it's it's just a great story and an amazing world. And for a game that came out in 2014, an incredibly diverse cast of characters, which I love to see. I mean, I'd love a little bit more diversity in there, but also this was 2014, Mm. So it was very, very impressive. And I feel like the game just has such rich design. Like, not just character design, but for the whole world. all ev- Every location, every building, every setting, every weapon, just everything is so beautifully designed. And I would love to see how people could translate that into a live-action setting. I mean, I feel like this show has just turned into me going crazy for costumes. 
Um, I've, I've done that quite a bit now. This is the second time I've done that, third. But the character designs especially are just all so interesting. And I'd really, really love to see how a costume department would handle that. And also, I just think it's a fun story. I'd, I'd like to see what they do with the film. Maybe they might take it in a completely different direction than any of the game's endings. I don't know. I'm just a little bit obsessed at the minute, and I would like to know, because it's pretty ha- and gay. Who, who, who would you cast? Oh, damn. Um, that is so tough. Would you cast Richard Madden? I feel like I would have to at this point, otherwise you might kill me. No, but would he be a good fit? Like, just, just as a general... I'm just saying that. He, you cannot cast him, it's I mean, fine. I mean, I'll look let's for a new be real. Co-host. If Richard Madden was cast as the Inquisitor, that would be great fun. Because then he would be the main character. Um, and it wouldn't be a Disney film. So, so maybe. <laughs> he wouldn't need a great amount of CGI. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know exactly who I would cast. I, But I think the casting is something that you could have a lot of fun with because, like I said, it has got a pretty diverse cast for a 2014 video game. And I just think there's there's a lot that you could do. But mm. I think if I had to cast one character, um, there's the Empress Selene. And, I mean, I don't think anyone could look at her and think anyone other than Kate Blanchett. Is it just the same sort of vibes as sort of Hela from Thor? No. Oh, is no, it just is it just that it's just Kate Blanchett vibes? Yeah, just like she's I mean, her character when you actually get to that point in the story, a lot of people are quite divided on whether she's good or bad, but that's the whole point of Dragon Age. No one is good or bad. Everyone's dodgy. <laughs> but, you know, she's this very like tall, pale blonde woman in like this big big blue dress and it just I just okay, get yeah, the that's vibe. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I'm not even. I'm not, what's she called? I'm going to Google Empress Celine. S- Celine. Spelt with like a C, I think. Dragon Age Inquisition. It might not be spelt with a C. I am dyslexic. Celine Valmont, the first. Yeah. Okay, images. Oh no, that's Kate Blanchett. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. No, like, yeah, that's Kate Blanchett. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. There. There are just so many fun characters, and I think it would. It would just be really great to see what casting, costumes, set, and, like, the score as well. You could do so much with the score. I just think, not even just from a plot standpoint, but from the whole creative side of it, it is something that I would really, really love to see. And is it because I'm obsessed with it right now? Yes, maybe. I did put in 43 hours in the week that I was at home. Um... So, maybe I am obsessed. Maybe, maybe you are. I think it would be good for us. I think it would be fun. I, yes, it would be fun indeed. What would I like to be adapted into a film? I'm going to stick with our trend of this but done properly. <laughs> and it's something that I spoke about. See, I worked so hard so that this week I would have one that would actually be new and not, can we do it again, actually? Can we do it better this time? Yeah, but this one needs to be done better. It's something that I spoke about a bit last week, which was the 2013 Tomb Raider film. Mm. Tomb Raider game, even. They did an adaptation of it in 2018, Adaptation is a very loose 
sense of the word. Now, the film itself isn't bad. The, f- mm. the film is actually pretty damn good. I enjoyed the film. However, well, what are you a- complaining for? Because it's not a good adaptation of the game. Fair. Okay? It tries to ground the stuff in reality. Oh, yeah, no, you can't do that. And the the thing with t- the Tomb Raider game is that it's an ancient Japanese sun goddess is the main Ooh. sort of villain. She's controlling this island. So once you're on the island, you can never leave. Um, you know, they call for help and she strikes down a plane and um, this cult has developed whilst they've been living on the island. Yeah. And they have this wonderfully um, charismatic cult leader who... Well- I feel like charismatic cult leader is overdoing it. A cult leader has to be charismatic. I know. I, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and I can't see anybody else but Malcolm McDowell playing him. Mm. If you don't know who Malcolm McDowell is, he I was I think in... what, what we need to do is, every time we say, can we make this into a film now, I think we in need... like the next week, we have to put together a bit of a cast list yeah, that's... on social media. Oh, that would be fun. I think, I think we have to. We have to start doing fan casts. We have to. Okay, because I would very happily keep Alicia Vikander as, Tomb, as, as Lara Croft. Yeah. I think I'm just was... thinking our Instagram gets a little, little dull. It does. We need to spice it up a little. Yes, but I would very happily keep Alicia Vikander, if not Daisy Ridley, Ooh, yeah. as Lara Croft. Um, Daisy Ridley's just wonderful. Yes. I can't remember some of the other characters, but Malcolm McDowell is the cult leader mm. because... He's a wonderfully charismatic actor, yeah. Malcolm McDowell, and he sort of he fits the vibe. Yeah, I get you it. know. But it's just that the game was the game was incredible. The film was very mm. good that they made, but there's no sort of marrying up. There's yeah. some basic plot points like she goes to, um, I think it's called Yamatau. I can't quite remember. Um, it's either Yamatau or Yamantai. One of them mm. is from Tomb Raider. One of them is from Call of Duty Black Ops. I get the two mixed up quite frequently. Yeah. Okay, because I did used to play Call of Duty games a lot when I was younger. That does kind of surprise me. Does it? Yeah. It had zombies. You don't look like someone who plays COD. I, no, I was never one of the online ones. It was just because I liked playing Fair. Them. Um, You're on thin ice. <laughs> I'm on thin ice. Keeping with that, yeah, I'll come up with a cast list. We'll announce it on Instagram at some yeah. point over this next I think, week. I think that'd be fun. I think that's something that we need to start doing. Yeah, I think that's something we need to start doing. But I would I would definitely want them to do it properly. And then they could lead on to the sequels. Yeah. Um, they are doing some sort of Netflix adaptation. Mm. Uh, animated. But they're not keeping the same some of the same voice actors, which is a shame. Yeah. Because And she... I feel like the Netflix animated things can be a little bit hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. I feel like they don't put as much effort into them as they no. do with the live actions. Yeah. And they're sort of um they've cast Hayley Atwell as yeah. the voice of Lara Croft and having listened to her voice acting work in that What If series that Marvel did mm. it left a lot to be desired Yeah. now I'm not saying she's a bad actress I'm just saying she's a bad voice actress yeah. in my opinion acting <laughs> and voice acting are two very, very different, different disciplines thing. you know and also the same thing went for like Sebastian Stan who, yeah. who did the voice acting for Bucky in the show as well Yeah. his voice acting was not that up to scratch again, mm. again, but then you had other ones who it was. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson pretty much can coast, and he's still the most charismatic star in the film. Yeah. Let's let's be honest, Samuel L. Jackson yeah. can coast. Tom Hiddleston did very well um, as voice acting Loki. Mm. You know, some of the other ones did, but it's just 
it's a shame that when you watch that, we're getting slightly off tangent here, but when you watch the what Only if... slightly. When oh. you... <clears throat> when you watched What If, you sort of got taken out of it a little bit yeah. by sort of how bad the voice acting was in yeah. some disciplines. And that and that can ruin it. Yeah. You know, if now, you're surpri- doing something yeah. animated, you yeah. need good voice yeah. actors. Now, surprisingly... Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. I'm saying surprisingly, we're not necessarily fans of Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor, mm, as a person. As a person. As an actor... Mm. He he is he is fairly good actor. Yeah, he he's a very good actor. We don't like him. I as just a, don't like him. No, but um, I think he clearly had worked with some sort of vocal coach because his accent in the Doctor Strange film left a bit to be desired. <laughs> um, I I heard an, Ameri- an American friend of mine described it as he's doing an impression of Alan Rickman doing an impression of a German person <laughs> doing an impression of an American accent. Oh, so you know it's good. <laughs> so yeah, but he'd clearly worked oh, on it, and God. his voice acting as Doctor Strange in the What If series was very, very, very good. I'm not too surprised, honestly. No, but he has done voiceover work in the past. Yeah. But yeah, I want Tomb Raider to be done properly, and I'll Fair come up enough. with one next week. That isn't. I want this done properly. Can we put a bet on that? Because I would like to get some money. Because I don't think you're going to be able to do it. You can have five pounds off me if I don't. Okay. Okay. You can hold me to that, and I've said it on air. I will. Just cut that bit out. Everyone, write that down. Just cut, just cut that bit out of the broadcast when we put it online. Yes, but people have heard it live. They haven't recorded me saying it though, have they? Mm. <laughs> your it's their word against mine. So thank you very much for listening. As always, we will be back on next... Well, I say, hopefully we'll be back on next week, barring disaster, catastrophe, nuclear apocalypse, or... Name them. <laughs> um, oh, God, disaster, disaster, catastrophe, and famine. Famine. And war, <laughs> and pestilence. My little, my little horsemen. <laughs> or horse people, Hor- Horse people. We, we, don't, we don't know what gender No. It's a joke. I'm, I'm never having children. You could not pay me. You might have them for dinner. I don't think you put my mic back on. No, I didn't. I've not had your mic back on. I accidentally unmu- I unmuted microphone three by Jacob, accident. Jacob, why have you forsaken me? Well, I just kind of wanted people not to have to listen to your voice anymore. Unbelievable. Well, we will be back on next week. Don't forget about the Hunger Games this Wednesday, 0313 at half past two. Come along, bring snacks, bring a friend, bring yourself... Yeah, it, it is always handy if you bring yourself, otherwise you can't come. No. Next week, we will tell you about next week's showings. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. I was going to go We're next week. We're all very organised today, I promise. We're very organised today. But as always, it's goodbye from Kezia. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.